Welcome back to the Green 15. As the cannabis culture gets legit in Long Beach, there's going to be representation. And those voices are going to come from within. We have the opportunity to reintroduce one of our hosts who is looking to uh, step up her profile in the Long Beach cannabis game. And that would be our very own Pam Chattiswati. 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 That's right. <laughs> Thank you. So I guess the first question, since this is a unique recording of the Grain 15, what are you looking to get involved with on the political side in the near future, Pam? So I joined a Democratic delegate slate um, recently, which and when you're running for a delegate this way, there's a very small window. So you have to say yes or no very quickly <laughs> and commit or not commit very quickly and um, just jump into it. So I've never really been a political figure. <laughs> I've only voted and been to some protests. Uh, you haven't been formally involved in politics, but you are very community involved, am I right? That's right. So, I mean, working in the cannabis industry and advocacy, you kind of have to be. Um, it's all about educating the public and educating the community about cannabis and driving the misinformation away. So you have to get close to the community and talk to them. And that includes government officials. So I have been talking to some um, city council people and just our everyday community people out there about cannabis and everything that is associated with that, which includes a lot of stuff that is on the Democratic platform. Pam, I know you've been involved in the community in other ways too, right before cannabis. Um, mm -hmm. I knew you when you were, um, I think you had just finished your, your master's in public health. So how, what's that all about? Okay, so that actually, public health kind of got me more looking into politics because it has a lot to do with policy, right? So impacts on communities. When I was studying for my public health degree, I was looking a lot at those impacts on communities, whether it was positive or negative, but how those impact. And it had a lot to do with policy. Like if there's a policy made that zoning, you know, could be a policy thing. Like if zoning gets is different and it goes into a community and now you can like have industrial something that could be an environmental impact on that community. So I was looking at that sort of things and that got me my passion in that. So I mean I guess you could say I wasn't like you know full force into the political realm but I was looking at it because in public health you have to look at that. You have to see like wh why is this why are we having this impact and like where is this coming from? Like if it's a negative impact or if it's positive, you want more of that. So where is that coming from and how we can make more of that and lessen the negative impacts. So with the um, with that kind of health lens as well as the cannabis lens, how do you want to bring that as a delegate? I decided to say yes because as a delegate, you're talking to other Democrats inside the party. And I figure like almost as a business aspect, right, you, you always start at the top, right? You have to get your management all all clean and polished. Mm -hmm. And then you can have some like you know, some action and something something that some good impact, something yeah. that's gonna happen. So I was thinking of that way. Like if I go into the party and I'm going to talk to people, to other Democrats that are in holding, you know, some official, you know, some positions mm -hmm. or they're gonna be voting on policies or maybe I would be, mm -hmm. then I could be closer to that closer to that maybe impact yeah. or having a voice you know from my for my community because my community is super diverse and we have different needs here yeah. so I want to have that voice in there 
And if it's talking, let's like at the top, right? Because like our Democrats are going to be doing stuff. We want to start at the top and kind of get it polished. If people have been in the Green 15 from the start, cheers. Uh, but if not, where was your voice informed? Uh, where did you go to school? Uh... All right. So yeah, a little about my background. So I was a late bloomer. I was, you know, I went to high school in the early 90s. And I was very much in the alternative counterculture scene. I was a punk rocker hippie. Um, I followed the dead for a little bit. And I started college super late. I, w I mean, I began my like career, I guess you could say, as a medical assistant. I did that when I was like 20. And that was fun, because I like to help people and educate people. I'm like, and I was working for Kaiser in the day that not like preventative medicine wasn't a big thing. Kaiser kind of like got that starting. So we had pamphlets to give people, like if somebody was diagnosed with, I don't know, like gout, I can give them a pamphlet and talk to them about that. And it was a lot about, it was a lot about patient education. And so I started college really late at 26, and I was gonna go for science and gonna be a nurse. But I started writing, and I really liked that. So I totally turned around and did, um, started studying English and English literature and writing, so I thought maybe I was gonna be a teacher. <laughs> I started at Fullerton Community College, and then I transferred to Cal State Long Beach. That's what kind of brought me to Long Beach. I mean, I was coming here before to visit friends, but um, my transfer was definitely to Long Beach, and that's where I got my bachelor's, Bachelor of Arts in English Literature. And then I went on for 10 years as an editor. I learned a lot of skills as an editor, but I was still like doing, as an editor, I was still doing, um, I don't know, like community things, because it was a family resource publication I worked for. So it was very much like researching things for families. Like, where can families go and get help if they need help? Mm -hmm. Where do low-income families go and get clothes or food or anything like that? Or what if just kids, like, they just need something to find something to do um, that's inexpensive? Like, maybe they want to take a dance class, but they can't afford, like, the super high class dance class. But maybe there's another one in the city they could do. Or maybe there's a low-cost way. Maybe there's some scholarships. So, that's what I used to research as an editor. So it was still like very community oriented. And then that kind of pushed me because I wanted to do more in the community. So that made me go and pursue my public health degree. And that like threw me in a whole different direction. <laughs> <laughs> the green direction. How long have you been living in Long Beach? Um, since 2002. Okay, so yeah. you've definitely seen a lot of changes. So many changes. I've always stayed in the same kind of area though. I've always been just like between fourth and 10th or like 4th in Anaheim mm -hmm. and like Cherry and Temple like that's where I've always <laughs> kind of been like I've moved around from houses and mm -hmm. apartments but I've always kind of been in that central area. Um, so Pam if you were to get um, elected as a delegate what are some issues that you feel like you would kind of be pushing? Um, for cannabis related issues I would definitely be pushing for small business and like the taxes are killing people. Mm -hmm. Um, that sort of thing, regulation, there's some issues, you know, there's a lot of issues. I would also be pushing for more safe access because compassion care has been totally killed by Prop 64. I don't know what's people, compassion care? Compassion care is what started our whole medical cannabis. <laughs> started with Dennis Perrone in 19, you know, the early 90s when it was, um, was for all the AIDS patients and people that can't afford cancer patients that can't afford marijuana and they have people growing it for them. And so that's that's where the collective started. But mm -hmm. now it's like kind of 
died in the whole regulation process. And it needs to still be there because there's people that are terminally ill that just need it. Like we shouldn't be charging them. It's like the whole pharmacy game, you know? Like why are these terminally ill people paying for these pharmaceuticals that are going to keep them alive? Well, I definitely like hearing kind of a new era of voice on the pharmaceutical take. Uh, I guess uh, we can finally get to the Democratic Party itself. Uh, what do you hope to bring to that party going forward from Long Beach? Um, I'm hoping to bring the voice of this district and the voice of just like the regular person. Like I've never really been like, I don't know, sort of been the playing in the party. You know, you never really agree with all the party, what the party says. But you want to, like, believe, because it looks good on paper, right? Like, it always looks good. You're like, oh, yeah, I can totally go for that. Like, I'm, I like environmental justice. Like, I'm for that. And, like, I'm for education for everybody. I'm for healthcare for everybody. And it always looks good. But then, like, you're like, where's the implementation? Like, where's the action? Are we really talking to people about this? Are we not talking to people about this? And, you know, so you social kind of justice rights, like... Who are we talking to about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would kind of bring your like your public health lens about going out, reaching out, and, and teaching people yeah. and kind of helping with that implementation. And it does have to do with education. Like maybe these people that are in office really don't know what's going on, but they do, you know. But you kind of have to be a broken record, and I've I've learned that like being a broken record works. Like you just you get sick of hearing your voice saying the same thing <laughs> over and over, but you kind of have to. This vote goes down pretty soon, am I right, ladies? It does. So this window of time they give to have... I mean, it's kind of cool they they let the public vote on their delegates, but they give such a small window, which is, like, small. It's January 12th, so it's really, like, less than two weeks, right? And you, yeah, (laughs) and you only knew, you know, you only had maybe over a month to really get everything together yes. and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's right. nothing like those year-long campaigns are longer and they get too right. much money, but... um, they, could, they can do all kinds of work, I mean, campaign. So this actually makes it really more grassroots because you're like, all right, you guys, tomorrow. <laughs> it's not really tomorrow, but it's like, feels like that. It's so, it's such a time crunch that you're like, all right, you just have to really go talk to people. Continuing the theme of political intrigue on our cannabis podcast, uh, Green 15 takes a look at two more delegates that their voices are rising through uh, Long Beach. Pam, would you be kind enough to introduce them? Of course. Uh, so I'm introducing two of uh, my fellow slate, my slate members for the 70th Assembly District. We are called the United Progressives, and I have Vanderlyn Vong and Chris Chavez. Welcome to the Green 15. Vanderlyn? Yes, thank you for the invitation. As you kind of step into the public uh, sphere, what do you bring into Long Beach uh, through the uh, uh, Democratic delegate election? Uh, Through this election, I will be bringing new representation. Uh, For the first time, this is the the first opportunity we have to elect a Cambodian delegate that understands the experiences of uh, that community. So I would be bringing that experience as well as new ideas just as a young person and as a woman of color. And I understand that you're also a college student, right? Yes. You go to Cal State Long Beach? Yes. And is there any issues that are maybe student related that you're also hoping to you know, put on your platform? Yeah, I, I know the uh, recent tuition increases have been a hot topic on campus. And so I would also be focusing my attention on, on issues that affect students, of course. And what's the uh, best social media platform to find you to interact? 
You can find me on Instagram at Vanderlyn or Facebook. Just look up my name, Vanderlyn Vong. And we have yet one more voice. One more voice. It's Chris Chavez. Hi, Chris. Hi, how's it going? Uh, thank you very much. This is uh, Chris Chavez, and I'm very excited with this uh, delegate run coming up. It's only a few days out. Um, Chris, what, what do you hope to bring to uh, Long Beach uh, to, to make it more visible? Right. So for a long time, I've always felt that my proper role uh, is to be an advocate. And I was an advocate uh, against the Iraq war and when I was in high school. I was involved with the immigrants' rights movement and against the student fee increases when I was in college. Uh, I also served five years as a staff member in the California State Senate and really had to advocate for the bills I was working on. One of them was a first in the nation law to require uh, college universities to protect student athletes if they get injured. Uh, and right today, in my current capacity, I'm an, a, an advocate for environmental justice and work on trying to get more money to low-income, environmentally burdened communities like West Long Beach in particular, where I live. I live over in uh, close to PCH in Pacific, and uh, you know the, the level of smog and air pollution that we receive is it, tremendous, and we really need to do work at all levels to improve that. Before we sign off, where can people find you and your message online? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, although Facebook and, and Twitter are the ones where I'm most political on. Uh, just look up Chris Chavez and you'll be able to find me there. I think that wraps it up. Uh, the central theme seems to be activism here, Pam. Um, when can people vote? When can people get involved to help you guys? If you're a Democrat living in the 70th district, and that is cities of Long Beach, um, Signal Hill, San Pedro, and Avalon, um, you can vote this Saturday, January 12th. Um, doors open at 9.30, speeches are at 10, and voting is from 10.30 to 12.30. Um, parking is a little tough, so be sure to carpool, take a ride, take an Uber, take a lift, ride your bike, ride a scooter, um, but we'll see you there. Yeah, we talk politics, we talk cannabis too. It's called versatility. Until next time, Green 15.